Talk Recorded live. Okay, good evening and welcome to Michigan Free and Independent State, Michigan General Drill Assembly. Uh, conference call, this is kind of a special conference call to finish off some state priority business here tonight. Call number is 2015-11-12 and the start time is 8.33 p.m. Your host is Paul Town Senior Technical Sporn Board Operator is myself, Nick Laskowski. At this time, we'll do the Bivens system. The speaker's preparing false witness misrepresentation. Posting employment rhetoric in public forums is forbidden, shall be addressed in an appropriate manner. Coming all conflict and false allegations, is there anyone in attendance at today's meeting as a member or agent of any law enforcement or public agency at federal, state, county, city, or township agencies present? And is there any response to the Bivens decision for the first time? Here none. Once again, this may is bearing false witness misrepresentation. Posting inflammatory rhetoric in public forums is forbidden shall be addressed in an appropriate manner. So any all conflict and false allegations, is there anyone in town to today's meeting as a member or agent of any law enforcement or public agency, a federal, state, county, city, or township agency is present? And is there any response to the system for the second time? Here none. Third and final time. This meeting is private. Bearing false witness misrepresentation. Posting inflammatory rhetoric in public forums is forbidden. Shall be addressed in an appropriate manner. So many all conflict and false allegations. Are anyone in attendance at today's meeting as a member or agent of any law enforcement or public agency of federal, state, county, city, or township agency is present? And is there any response to the decision for the third and final time? Here none. At this time, can we get an opening prayer, please? Buck will do it if it's all right with everybody. Go for it. Heavenly Father, tonight as we come before you, humble and contrite, for there's no other way to come into your presence, we ask that you would hear our prayer unto you, that as this group of people set up on this call and desire with their whole and complete mind and soul to do that which is right for this land, for our beloved Michigan free independent nation equal state, here are words as we talk and discuss about whatever problems we have with our Michigan, with its form of government that is not leaning towards you in any way, shape, or form. We want to see that changed. We want to see to where you are the epitome of all life in Michigan, to where your generalized request, and yea, even more than that, your demands that we live in a certain circumspect way. Let us use our minds program, your hand will be with us, and that our minds stand upon your ways, and it will come to pass. Let your grace be upon each one that gets on this call that takes the time out of their schedule to say, yeah, it's important, I want to add my voice to this group. Lead us and direct us with heavenly wisdom. 
uplift us in our shortfalls, expand upon the righteousness that our parents have taught us about the right way to live, and may you receive glory and honor through this as we try very hard to restore our original form of government, our original government for the society that we live in, that America once again will be not only respected around the world, but more importantly will be respected on your throne in the heavens because that's the way you want it. Praise you and I thank you. So be it. So be it. So be it. So be it. Okay. Thank you, Buck. Uh, Here we go. With a roll call. Myself, Nick Laskowski, is here in present MDJIGAB. Buck Guru. Buck Guru. Delegate representing Bay County. Now let's get my list back up here. Jonathan Lewis. Present. Paul Thompson Sr. Present. Paul Thompson Jr. No Jr. Joe Fry. Present. Jesse Fry. Present. Linda Kobe. Linda Kobe. Dan Kobe. Dan Kobe. Samaj Dorgan. Samaj Dorgan. Alita Dorgan. President. Okay, and do I got Alita too? Present. Thank you. Uh, Dan Payne. Dan Payne. Rick Forrest. Rick Forrest. Emily Kay. Present. Don Kay. Present. Hey, welcome back. Uh, um, Marvin Alcester. Present. Rose Alcester. And she's running around here someplace, too. Sharon Sexton. Sharon Sexton. Robert Gilman? Yeah. Marilyn Totsky. Marilyn Totsky? Okay. Let's get rid of a few here. Anybody else that has not heard their name called? Great. Yes. Great. Present. Who? Faith. George Johnson. George Johnson. Oh, Faith. I'm sorry. How are you? Fine. Peace and love. How are you? Good. Faith. Okay. Anybody else? Is there any guests tonight? 
Joyce. Didn't get your name, Joyce. Did you get Joyce Johnson? Oh, Joyce, you're here. Yes. Okay. Peace and love to you. Yes, ma'am. Do we have uh, Rose Alcester yet? I think she's on the line. I'm on the call, Matt. Hello. Okay. Yep. Okay, I got Joyce Johnson. Marilyn Gilman's here. Marilyn Totsky is here. I got Joyce Johnson, Faith. Yes. Yep. So, 18, is that correct, Joe? I only got 16. Yeah, same here. 15 okay. with a 15 Oh, I'm sorry. L. I'm missing Dan and Linda. Excuse me. Yep, yep. Yep. We'll agree with that. Okay, Rick, yeah, I forgot to take Dan and Linda out. Rick's here. Okay. Oh, he finally shows up? Yep. You're late, you get fired. Yeah, Dan right. around. No. No. Yeah. no. No, so just a Rick. Yep. Anybody else? Last time for roll call. Nick Rose is on the call. Who? Rose. Yeah, Rose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, Joe, give them their join me number and go from there. Sure. Uh, Tonight's uh, join me is join.me forward slash as always, and the number is 646-430-316. Again, 646-430-316. Okay, does everybody have that number? No. Didn't get the last uh, the last number. Last number? Uh, the whole number is 646-430-316. Okay. You got that now, Faith? Are you good? What's the number two? It's not a uh, The code. middle number is 430. I got the 430316. Correct. That's all the numbers? Six, okay. 646 is the first three. I got, I got 646. Four three zero three one six. Correct. What is what is that number two? That that's for join me. Join dot me forward slash those numbers. Thanks. Your address your address bar on the top of your computer. 
www.whatever.com and put join.me forward slash those numbers with the dashes in between and enter key and it'll come up you'll see Joe's screen. Robert, you can go ahead and request control. Is that your number three, Robert? I don't know. Well, you'll find out because it's now you if it's you. Okay, if everybody sees uh, the alien face, we're good. Yeah, you're good. Okay, Mr. Moderator, turn the floor over to you, and I'm muting out. Very good. (coughs) Thank you, Nick. Uh, Yep. Joe, will you read the minutes from the previous meeting, please? I think we're behind two sets of meetings. Minutes, correct? Ooh. Yeah, but I don't know. don't know if I have them. I didn't check on my email uh, to see whether uh, Emily, Emily, did you send yes. any? Yes, I did. I sent them. Uh oh. Uh oh. I don't have them to throw up on the screen. Okay, we'll let it go to the next meeting, and we're behind two sets of minutes. Correct? Uh, yep. Okay, I I did send them. Now I I have them. Do you want me to read them? We wouldn't be able to read. Uh, yeah. yeah, they'd be better. They're always better on the screen. Oh, man. I don't know what happened because I did send them. Okay. Hey, Emily, I forgot to look. I'm, I'm anxious to get on with this and 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 set up for Robert. And I, okay. I, It's my my fault, not yours. Okie dokie. Everyone can let, kick me. No, just let me know if you don't have them. If yes, ma'am. And I'll make sure I resend them. Okay, we'll leave the minutes go to the next meeting. John, do you have anything uh, announcement from the Education Committee? I do not. Okay. But the Education Committee is meeting on Saturday at noon time, right? Yes. Correct. Yes. Very good. Under. The business of the night, I'll turn the floor over to Robert. Okay. We uh, submitted to the Supreme Court our uh, redress of grievances. It was received on the 29th of October, as everybody can see. This is the uh, first page. Okay, but I had an opportunity to kind of have a look at that. And I'm going to close that. No, I'm not needed. I'm going to take it down to this is their response. As you can see. saying, please note that a complaint for superintendent control over a lower court may only be filed at the Michigan Supreme Court when an application for leave to appeal could not have been filed under this 
Here, your papers do not demonstrate that this is a situation in which review in this court was unavailable by application for leave to appeal for a court of appeals order or opinion. Accordingly, superintending control is not available here. We enclose your papers because we cannot accept them for filing. Well, we're sorry you received them, and that's where we're at. And uh, they sent all of all five of us this very same letter. So, what I'm going to do here is come back to the original document. We're going to go through it kind of slow as we talk about it. Uh, the claimant's third-party plaintiff interveners is uh, Lawrence Sifa, Jerry Galilei, Virgil Boss, Paul Van Portfleet, and myself. And the defendants are Governor Snyder, or Richard Dale Snyder, William Duncan Schutte, doing business as the Attorney General, and Gary L. Randall, Michigan legislator. He's the clerk of the House of Representatives of the Michigan of Michigan doing business as the Michigan legislator. And all unknown num- number of private for profit subcontractors meaning all of the agencies in Michigan that are government, such as your townships, cities, villages, counties, courts, all the courts are all principals and agents in this. This is an emergency declaratory judgment demand, ultraviaries, and other equitable relief demand, constitutional crisis, flagrant and willful breach of contract, flagrant and willful constructive fraud, flagrant and willful fraud in the factum, flagrant and willful fraud in the inducement, flagrant and willful breach of oath, flagrant and willful violations of the Constitution for the continental United States of America, circa 1791, Flagrant and willful violations of the Constitution of Michigan. Flagrant and willful violations of common law. Flagrant and willful violations of we the people, land ju- people's land jurisdiction. Flagrant and willful violations of free will choice. Flagrant and willful violations of natural law. Flagrant and willful practice of unlawful modern-day slavery. Conspiracy of all of the afor- aforementioned. An oral hearing on this matter is hereby demanded. Right to trial by jury reserved for future decisions. Under and out of the authority of absolute necessity. On the 26th day of October in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, 2015. Notice to principals, notice to agent, notice to agent is notice to principal. Emergency affirmed declaratory complaint ultraviolence in law and equitable demand. With absolute and explicit reservation of all rights, remedies, and recourse due and available 
whether now or the future, we, the autographers, shall conditionally accept that the purported Constitution of Michigan of 1,837, based solely on the repeated assertions of the defendants, is in full force, effect, and effect. We, the autographers, all shall conditionally accept the oath of office of the listed politicians and of all public servants in office. This conditional acceptance rests on Article 12, Section 1 of the Constitution of Michigan of 1837. Any omission does not constitute a waiver nor provide amending nor prohibit amending this action as information becomes known and available. Facts and self-evident truths. The law perverted. The law and in its wake all the collective forces of the nation. The law, I say, not only diverted from its proper direction, but made to pursue one entirely contrary. The law becomes the tool of every kind of avarice instead of being its check. The law, guilty of the very iniquity which it was its mission to punish. Truly, this is a serious fact, if it exists, and one which I feel bound to call the attention of my fellow citizens. Frederick Bastier, 1850. In absolute agreement with this statement of the law, we lodge this claim with this court, as all other courts on Michigan, has demonstrated the propensity to act in subversion of the law of the land jurisdiction in violation of the oath to preserve the law. All written documents, meanings, do not change over time. The use of the gender adjective he, him, and his include the feminine gender adjectives. Life, liberty, and property do not exist because men have made laws. On the contrary, it was the fact that life, liberty, and property existed beforehand that caused men to make laws in the first place. Each of us has a natural right granted from God to defend his person, his liberty, and his property. It is not true that the legislator has absolute power over our persons and property. The existence of persons and property preceded the existence of the legislator, and his function is only to guarantee their safety and preservation. Life faculties, production in other words, individuality, liberty, and property, this is man, and in spite of the cunning of artful politicians, these three gifts from God precede all human legislation and are superior to it. Liberty is an acknowledgment of faith in God and his work. Government cannot exercise or obtain more authority than those that form it originally had. All purported public records of any nature are only for your corporate edification and application to your fictional realm of existence. The recognition by the purported state of Michigan by and through the organizational chart posted and disseminated by the official State of Michigan website, which is incorporated herein and restated in its entirety as if set forth in full, 
undoubtedly states that the sovereign authority resides and emanates from the citizens for Michigan, and therefore the citizens for Michigan are, have been, and always will be the supreme authority at all times and places, above and superior to all creatures of the mind, including but not limited to corporations, purported state of Michigan, and its political subdivisions, instrumentalities, private for-profit subcontractors providing governmental services, reporting to be lawful government and fictions of law, etc. Territory of Michigan accepted and acknowledged by the purported Congress of the United States of Michigan on the third day of June in the year of our Lord, Jesus Christ, 1805, with the clause to amend as demanded by the real living, breathing men and women with hands and legs. State of Michigan entered in good standing and equal footing the continental United States of America by and pursuant to the purported presidential proclamation on the 26th of January in the year of our Lord, Jesus Christ, 1,837. Purported Second Constitution of Michigan, purportedly ratified by real living, breathing men with hands and legs in the year of our Lord, Jesus Christ, 837, and as such time came into full force, effect, and effect. The preamble of the purported Constitution of Michigan, 1837, is hereby restated in its entirety and incorporated herein as if set forth in full. Article 1.1 of the purported Constitution of Michigan, 1837, is hereby restated in its entirety and incorporated herein as if set forth in full. Article 1.2 of the purported Constitution of Michigan is hereby restated in its entirety and incorporated herein as if set forth in full. Article 1.3 of the purported Constitution of Michigan, 1837, is hereby restated in its entirety and incorporated herein as set forth in full. Article 1.4 of the purported Constitution of Michigan, 1837, is hereby restated in its entirety and incorporated herein as if set forth in full. Video documentary, Free the Churches, the story, can be seen at this website. It's hereby restated in its entirety and incorporated herein as set forth in full. Video documentary, Free the Churches, the facts, can also be viewed at this website. It's hereby restated in its entirety and incorporated herein as set forth in full. The 1776 Declaration of Independence is hereby restated. The Constitution of the Continental United States of America through 1778 through 1791 is hereby related, restated. The Geneva Bible Version 1560, Holy Bible, is hereby restated. King James Version 1611, Holy Bible, is hereby restated. Public Law 9780, 96 Stat, subsection 1211, 97th Congress, is hereby restated. First Amendment Petition for the Redress of Grievances and Breach of Contract, unrebutted and unrebuttable. Silences Agreement as served in hand to the purported principles of the State of Michigan Legislature, a.k.a. doing business as the Michigan Legislature, private for profit. Public notice of acceptance and acknowledgement of Declaration of Independent Constitutions and, other, and Oaths of Office is, has served as served in hand to the purported principles 
of the state of Michigan legislature. First Amendment petition of redress of grievances and breach of contract, unrebuttable and unrebuttable silence is agreement as served by certified mail on the first day of September in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, 2015, on the purported governor of the state of Michigan doing business as a chief executive officer. And a private for profit subcontractor providing government service purporting to be lawful government received and signed for on the third day of September in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, 2015, is hereby restated in its entirety and incorporated herein, as if set forth in full. Public notice of acceptance of acknowledgement of the 1776 Declaration of Independence, Constitution, and oaths of office as served by a certified mail on the first day of September, the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, 2015, on the 40 Governor and State of Michigan, a.k.a. doing business, Chief Executive Officer, Governor's Office, a private for-profit contractor providing government services purporting to be lawful government, received and signed for on the third day of September, the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, 2015, is hereby restated in full in its entirety and incorporated herein as if set forth in full. First Amendment petition for redress of grievances, breach of contract, unrebutted and unrebuttable silence is agreement served on the Supreme Court on the yeah, Supreme Court clerk on the twenty sixth day of October into in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ twenty fifteen on the purported Michigan Supreme Court. Actually we delivered it to them and they received it on the twenty ninth, three days later, but that's fine. Took us three days to get it down, and we rode horses. Um, public notice of acceptance and acknowledgement of 1776 Declaration of Independent Constitutions and those of offices served by a filing of this claim in with the Michigan Supreme Court clerk on the 26th day of October. And it's restated. An act concerning the rights of American citizens in foreign states, a.k.a. Expatriation Act, July 27, 1868. Chapter, uh, man, I looked that up, but I'm not going to remember it, so here we go. Anyway, it's hereby restated in its entirety and incorporated herein as if set forth in full. The Trading with the Enemy Act of 17, 1917, House Resolution 4960, is hereby restated. The Emergency Banking Act of 1933, House Resolution 1491, is hereby restated. Senate Report 93-549, entitled Emergency Power Statute Provisions of Federal Law Non-Effect Delegating to the Executive Extraordinary Power Authority in Time of National Emergency on November 19, 1973, from the Special Committee on the Termination of the National Emergency United States Senate. <clears throat> Uniform Commercial Code filing number and all amendments thereto filed on July 28, 2011 are hereby restated. 24 Federal uh, Register 6865 Military Flags and Standards is hereby restated. Army Regulations 8840-10 Flags, October 1, 1979 is hereby restated. An act for the punishment of certain crimes against the United States, 
approved July 14, 1798, is hereby restated. A bankrupt entity and one in reorganization and bankruptcy loses any and all sovereign authority and immunity, and any claim of sovereign authority and immunity is an act of outright, flagrant, and willful fraud. Any and all purported oaths taken by any individual for any position or office of the state of Michigan and its political subdivisions, instrumentalities, private for profit subcontractors providing government services, purporting to be lawful government and fiction of um, fictions of law, etc., are hereby restated in their entirety. Mandatory judicial notice, cognizance and required action based upon federal rules of evidence two hundred and one is hereby restated in its entirety. And now we're going to just slowly scroll through all these biblical verses that apply to these credence. And again, those are available for anybody who asks for them. They will be emailed to them. They can look them up, check them out for themselves. <clears throat> Probably driving your eyes crazy, isn't it? <laughs>
maintain the five maintained with much self-evident truths and proof that there is an immense gulf between the vision of the founders and the reality we now see and suffer. As an illustration in this immense gulf between vision and reality, the use and using New York as a point in fact, not having a valid driver's license, presents problems not just restricted to traveling. During a televised newscast covering the battle in New York State where the Department of Motor Vehicles, hereafter DMV, was refusing to issue New York driver's license to illegal aliens, the commissioner of the DMV stated that the driver's license is your passport to the world. One can understand the consternation of a Christian when considering end times biblical prophecy which defines the mark of the beast as mandatory for buying and selling. Many believe this demonstrates we are in the early stages of a police state. To better understand our dilemma with this concept, championing our causes by not acquiring a driver's license causes corporate policy agents, a.k.a. police, to arrest and incarcerate people when they drive their private conveyances to travel from point A to point B as a revenue generation scheme, not because there is any injured party. We have been made to suffer financially, physically, and emotionally because the corporate policymakers have used this instrument to legislate a right into a privilege granted by the corporate franchise state of Michigan. In the purported 40th Congress, Sessions 2, the Senate and House of Representatives enacted an act securing the right of expatriation. They stated in Section 1, whereas the right of expatriation is a natural inherent right of all people, indispensable to the enjoyment of rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that any declaration, instrument, opinion, order, or decision of any officers of this government which denies, restricts, impairs, or questions the right of expatriation is hereby declared inconsistent with the fundamental principles of this government. The five will clearly show that in order to enjoy the rights of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, personal property and obedience to our Christian convictions, we are left with no choice but to expatriate ourselves from the state of Michigan. State of Michigan, Michigan, and any and all variations, etc., and its political subdivisions, instrumentalities, private for-profit subcontractors providing government services purporting to be a lawful government, and fictions of law, etc. The five demand the Michigan Supreme Court issue orders to all state departments, subdivisions, instrumentalities, and creations, including all corporations purported to be part of or in association with state government to draft all necessary and appropriate policies to secure our expatriation as we hope to continue living in this state harmoniously with our fellow man. We want a state-issued non-biometric identification document so that we may carry on the essential business transactions necessary for daily life. The Michigan Supreme Court must undertake this these necessary actions to secure our God-granted and constitutionally 
acknowledged rights and liberties. To do otherwise is to be in the contempt of God and the founders of Michigan and our country. While the following is not part of what the five seek and remedy, we believe that it is of extreme and immediate importance in the future of our state. It is equally important nationwide, and while beyond the scope of your jurisdiction, your actions would be looked upon as setting an example. What built America? What is killing America? And what must the American people and Michigan do about it? The United States of America has the world's largest prison population, the world's largest national debt, rampant drug abuse, increasing numbers of single-parent homes, and a disappearing middle class. These and other indicators paint a picture of decline. We contend that there is a blatant disregard for the rule of law, resulting in a cancer on society. It has been festering most of our lives and continues unabated. The people and institutions of this land will continue to suffer, and our country is heading for collapse unless we recognize a principle that the founders of our nation recognized and went about securing protection in their constitutions. These principles are the biblical principles of Christian basis. These same principles have been recognized by the Supreme Court in several Supreme Court cases that stated the Bible is recognized as a book of laws. <clears throat> the constitutional crisis. The Michigan preamble stands mute on the principles of what of principles that have been stalwart in being the mortal compass, the, the moral compass of this nation from its founding and it is of utmost importance that these Christian principles and morals be brought forward forthwith. Our culture, wealth, and abundance were built on the principles in Scripture and outlined in the Ten Commandments. As Alexis de Tocqueville, a French political thinker and historian, best known for his works, Democracy in America, stated, I sought for the greatness and genius of America in her commodities harbors, in her commodious harbors and her ample rivers, and it was not there. In her fertile fields and boundless forests, and it was not there. In her rich mines and her vast commerce, and it was not there. In her democratic congress and her matchless constitution, and it was not there. Not until I went into the churches of America and heard her pulpits aflame with righteousness did I understand the secret of her genius and power? America is great because she is good, and if America ever ceases to be good, she will cease to be great. This passage has sounded an alarm bell and clear for all to hear. America is suffering degradation of a most egregious nature because of the political and judicial bastion's failure to adhere to the principles of integrity and moral turpitude, the rule of law and land jurisdiction. A while back, the Constitution Party distributed a two-part DVD video series titled Free the Churches 2014 to scores of incorporated churches. The series explains the political history and danger of church incorporation. Despite recent stories of Christian pastors and Christian individuals being told they must violate their religious convictions and the few pastors that did respond exhibited fear. Could it be that their fearful actions and lack of response is due to the fact 
due to the lack of justice and accountability witnessed in recent IRS targeting of Christians, conservatives, and those associated with liberty-loving movements such as the Tea Party? Can we expect to have a moral culture with muzzled churches? As a whole, individuals and their representatives have been increasingly recalcitrant in safeguarding our state and federal constitutionally guaranteed rights. The five cannot be silent. It is our duty to sound a warning and demand our legitimate constitutional republic be restored. We are doing our part as best we can, and we insist the Michigan Supreme Court do the same. A return to the land jurisdiction rule of law as the founders intended will be a struggle. Liberty requires accountability and responsibility, and the biggest obstacle may be man's nature to have a semblance of peace and order now while sacrificing his future and posterity. The founders made it clear that was not something they could do. Consider Alexis D. Tocqueville's statement, every nation that has ended in tyranny has come to that end by way of good order. It certainly does not follow that this, from this that people should scorn public peace, but neither should they be satisfied with that and nothing more. A nation that neither asks nor demands nothing of government but the maintenance of order is already a slave in the depths of its heart, and it is a slave of its well-being ready for the tyrant who will put it in chains. The justices of the Supreme Court, of the Michigan Supreme Court, have the authority and responsibility to investigate what can justly be called the constitutional crisis of Michigan, of a crisis of incorporation of our government body politic and churches. Upon investigation, if what we allege is found to be true, a course of remedy must be set regardless of the odds and obstacles. If state government will not act at some future time, the people will be left with mass noncompliance, a mass rebellion, and the results could very ugly could get very ugly. We are calling for a nonviolent return to constitutional rule of law and land jurisdiction that is fundamental to our way of life, namely freedom from revenue-generating schemes, taxation that is confiscatory, and outright thievery and freedom of religious preaching and evangelism from government corporate control and monitoring. Considering the consequences, restoration of these freedoms is as important as any war fought for survival and independence. The framers of our state's constitution clearly meant to secure sovereignty of the people and sovereignty of the churches. Whether ignorance or apathy participated, precipitated our decline and fall, to be complacent is to be complicit. The Wolverine state must take the lead. We must repent and ask the Lord to lead us in this quest. To do otherwise guarantees depravity and tyranny to ourselves and our posterity. Because the five is not part of a corporate church, we don't have standing to include actions in the realm of church and corporation. However, it is our brother's keeper. However, as our brother's keeper, we are still obligated to make a plea for the Michigan Supreme Court action. Furthermore, the five do 
set forth the following list of flagrant, flagrant, willful, egregious, and criminal acts committed and furthered by irrational foreign agents of private for-profit subcontractors providing government services purporting to be lawful government to the to wit. All of the aforementioned public and private records are hereby restated in their entirety and incorporated herein as if set forth in full. All will be all being unanswered to this very day and now stand as absolute truth and fact and law universally. The five further assert that we are not an enemy of any real living, breathing men with arms and legs, but are enemies of Satan and his agents. Affidavit of negative averment. We, the autographers, hereby deny any purported police authorities or absolute compliant, are absolutely compliant with the Constitution for the Continental United States of America, 1791, to the Constitution of Michigan. We, the autographers, hereby deny the authority of the purported United States Congress to declare the real living, breathing men with legs, hands and legs of the Continental United States as enemies of their own nation. We, the autographers, hereby deny the purported state of Michigan and its political subdivisions, instrumentalities, private for profit subcontractors providing government services, and purporting to be lawful government and fictions of law, etc., are in absolute compliance to the original contracts, the Constitution of the Continental United States of America, 1791, and the Constitution of Michigan. We, the autographers, hereby deny any persons purporting to hold office or position within the purported state of Michigan and its political subdivisions, instrumentalities, private for-profit subcontractors providing governmental services and purporting to be lawful government and fictions of law, etc., are in absolute compliance to the original contracts, constitutional, constitution of the United, continent of the United States of America, 1791, and the Constitution of Michigan. We, the autographers, hereby deny any person purporting to hold office or position within the purported state of Michigan and its political subdivisions, instrumentalities, private for-profit subcontractors, providing governmental services and purporting to be lawful government and fictions of law, etc., are actually holding any constitutional office or position of authority and right. We, the autographers, hereby deny the authority was granted to any creature of the mind via the Constitution for the Continental United States of America, circa 1791, or the Constitution of Michigan to rule over or interfere in the private lives and dealings of real, living, breathing men with hands and legs. We, the autographers, hereby deny that private for-profit subcontractors providing government services and purporting to be lawful government are authorized by the original contracts, the Constitution, for the Continental United States of America, 1791, and the Constitution of Michigan. We, the autographers, hereby deny the private for-profit subcontractors providing government services according to the lawful government and are in absolute compliance with the constitutions of the Continental United States of America, 1791, or the Constitution of Michigan. We, the autographers, hereby deny any person purporting to hold office or position within the purported State of Michigan and its political subdivisions, instrumentalities, private for-profit subcontractors, 
providing government services and purporting to be lawful government and sections of law, etc., have taken, subscribed, and upheld a lawful oath of, to the Constitution for the Continental United States of America, 1791, and the Constitution of Michigan. We, the autographers, hereby deny any persons purporting to hold office or position within the purported state of Michigan and its political subdivisions, instrumentalities, private for-profit subcontractors, providing government services and purporting to be lawful government and fixings of law, etc., are operating and conducting business absent fraud and deceit in their, in their respective day-to-day -day operations and activities. We, the autographers, hereby deny any persons purporting to hold offices or positions within the proportion and its political subdivisions, instrumentalities, private for-profit subcontractors, providing government services and purporting to be lawful government and fictions of law, etc., have authority to aid and abet the purported United States Congress in enforcing and commercially benefiting from martial rule under the library codes and the laws of war of enemy combatants against real living, breathing men with, ha with hands and legs. We, the autographers, hereby deny any persons purporting to hold office or position within the purported state of Michigan and its political subdivisions and instrumentalities private for-profit subcontractors providing government services and purporting to hold lawful government and fictions of law, etc., are authorized to maintain and operate military tribunals, military prisons, and military police enforcement against real, living, breathing men with hands and legs. We, the autographers, hereby deny any persons purporting to hold office or positions within the purported state of Michigan and its political subdivisions, instrumentalities, private for-profit subcontractors providing government for government services and purporting to be lawful government and fictions of law, etc., are authorized to own or claim our children as government property and fellow real living, breathing men and women, men with hands and legs as corporations, we, the autographers, hereby deny explicit authority as granted for any jurisdiction other than the written, unwritten common law and equity and land jurisdiction to be implemented and utilized within the bounds of the state of Michigan, borders of the state of Michigan. We, the autographers, hereby deny explicit malum prohibitum authority was given to operate in indict and or interface with against living, breathing, living, real living, breathing men with hands and legs not in service of government. We, the autographers, hereby deny that there exists constitutional authority for the operation in bankruptcy and under martial rule or martial law or admiralty law in land jurisdiction. We, the autographers, hereby deny that there exists constitutional authority to ignore, hamper, or violate the God-given right to expatriate and repatriate to anything, whether fictional or reality, of our own free will choice. <laughs> Statement of facts as stipulated by the defendants in their, in their silence. One. The defendants have been and are presently using legalese and wordplay, otherwise known as fraud, to work their way around the intent and factuality of us 
the living soul's sovereign authority, enabling document and contractual terms to commit fraudulent financial, economic warfare, and political crimes brought upon the courts and terroristic crimes against ourselves and our fellow brothers and sisters. The defendants have been and are presently committing outright continuous and flagrant breaches of the original contract, violating their duties, obligations, and responsibilities as public servants and public trustees. The defendants have been and are presently abiding and abetting, aiding and abetting foreign agents by our public servants and trustees to allow international money changers and their agents to infiltrate, destroy, rape, and pillage at will under threat of unlawful imprisonment and or death. The defendants have been and are presently aiding and abetting the kidnapping of our children under various fraudulent and for-profit commercial schemes connected with the Certificate of Live Birth document. The defendants have been and are presently aiding and furthering the military tribunals in operation in conducting business to utilize foreign jurisdictions in absolute contempt and breach of the original contract in collusion with foreign powers. The defendants have been and are presently aiding and furthering the unlawful legislating from the bench of military judge and military jurisdiction in absolute defiance and breach in furtherance of a fraudulent commercial scheme. The defendants have been and are presently placing their jails placing our jails and prisons under the control and authority of military tribunals and military judges thereof in furtherance of a fraudulent commercial scheme. The defendants have been and are presently giving fictional entities endless authority and legal protection to rape and pillage our land, environment, and fellow brothers and sisters. The defendants have been and are presently breaching the contractual oaths to support, uphold, and defend that which permitted certain and expressed authorities for the securing and protection of our rights, privileges, and freedoms, immunities, and properties so granted and authored by God. The defendants have been and are presently creating and blending jurisdictions not expressly permitted by our original contract to perpetrate fraudulent and violent interactions while committing fraud on the courts. The defendants have been and are presently swearing and affirming false oaths to attempt to legally evade the public servants and public trusts, trustees, contractual duties, obligations, and responsibilities. The defendants have been and are presently unlawfully turning our state over to and under the authority of a private international body not contemplated nor beholden to our original contract who are presently operating as the United States and United Nations. The defendants have been and presently legislating so-called crimes not expressly permitted by our original contract. The defendants have been and are presently perpetrating unlawful and violent intrusions into the personal affairs and dealings of we, the living, breathing men and women with souls, lies, as we pursue our lives, liberties, and pursuit of happiness as granted and authorized by our only authority, the Almighty Author of all. Jurisdiction and Venue. 
as the purported Michigan Supreme Court has authority and jurisdiction over any persons purporting to hold office or positions within the purported state of Michigan and its political subdivisions, instrumentalities, private for profit subcontractors, providing government services purporting to be lawful government and fictions of law, etc. The jurisdiction is proper and demanded to be exercised to its fullest extent. As the purported Michigan Supreme Court has authority and jurisdiction overall, persons purporting to hold office or positions within the purported state of Michigan and its political subdivisions, instrumentalities, private for profit subcontractors, providing government services purporting to be lawful government and fictions of law, etc., as the purported Michigan Supreme Court lays claim to and operates over the state of Michigan. We, the real, living, breathing men and women with hands and legs out of and under the authority of necessity, shall utilize this venue as it is the only one available at this particular time. Authorities and principles by maxims of law. Here again, this entire section is available for emailing, downloading, and printing off and reading and researching on your own. Uh, rights cannot die, bolded because it's important. Another important, ignorance of the law excuses no one, for all are presumed to know those things to which all consent. Very important word, consent. And we go on and on and on and on and on and on. Another one is very important. Rights never die. Demand for relief and remedy. We, the autographers, hereby declare and proclaim that the above flagrant and willful violations Infringements and crimes can and shall be corrected by the forgiveness, relief, remedy, and settlement so prayed and demanded to wit. A writ of mandamus issued dissolving all known and unknown private for profit subcontractors providing government services purporting to be lawful government unconditionally and without delay. A writ of mandamus directing the treasurer of Michigan to liquidate all assets of the aforementioned private for profit subcontractors, providing government services purporting to be lawful government to be returned to the real living, breathing men and women with hands and legs to be divided equally and distributed to the same without delay. A writ of prohibition issued to and directing all private for profit subcontractors providing government services purporting to be lawful government known as each and every court conducting business and operating on the soil of Michigan to cease and desist all actions and proceedings against all real living, breathing men and women with hands 
begin immediately and without delay the release of all living, breathing men and women with hands and legs for the, from the military prisons and other means of control, including but not limited to home confinement, parole and probation, and all other matters not involving an injured real man or woman with hands and legs. Writ of mandamus directing all persons and all particular persons that have, that are oath bar members to immediately, unconditionally, and without delay renounce and vacate all offices and positions of the dissolved private for profit subcontractors providing government services purporting to be lawful government to include vacating all political offices. A writ of mandamus directing all persons upon their individual renouncement and vacating of the dissolved private for profit subcontractors providing government services purporting to be lawful government to immediately take, subscribe, and publish the following oath of office or position to the original state of Michigan and the creators thereof to wit. I, Governor Rick Snyder, do solemnly, or actually I, Richard Allen Snyder, to solemnly affirm that I will support, uphold, and defend the Constitution for the continental United States of America, circa 1819, and the amended Constitution of Michigan, 1835, against all enemies, foreign and domestic, at all times and in all places, under the pains and penalties of breach of contract, breach of fiduciary duty, breach of trustee duties, perjury, treason, and sedition, and further will uphold and support and defend the God-given rights, privileges, freedoms, immunities, and properties of all real, living, breathing men and women with hands and legs and soul at all times and all places under the pains and penalties of breach of contract, breach of fiduciary duty, breach of trustee duties, perjury, treason, and sedition, and that I enter this multifaceted contract with no false intentions, fully understanding all the terms and the pains and penalties for any violation thereof, and that I tender this oath or affirmation of my own free will choice and without any mental reservations or evasions, so help me God. A writ of mandamus directing all persons immediately upon taking, subscribing, and publishing their respective oaths to procure an individual indemnity bond in the amount of no less than 100,000 United States of America dollars, lawful gold and silver coin, and to publish the same publicly, and furthermore, will publicly publish and keep updated all personal assets to ensure the real living, breathing men and women with hands and legs may seek and obtain full remedy, relief, settlement and closure over and above the indemnity bond if necessary. A writ of mandamus voiding and canceling of any and all laws, statutes, codes, regulations, ordinances, and rules, etc., in operation, effect, and effect since the date of the 20th day of June in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, 1835. A writ of mandamus ordering and declaring that the amended Constitution of Michigan, 1835, approved by the purported Congress in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, 1837, is in full force, effect, and effect. 
a writ of mandamus ordering and declaring that the Constitution for the Continental United States of America, 1791, is in full force effect and effect. A writ of mandamus ordering and declaring that the Emergency Banking Act of 1933, House Resolution 1491, and anything emanating thereof is null and void from its inception and without full force and effect and effect, Without the, within the geographic landmass boundaries and on the soil of Michigan. A writ of mandamus ordering and declaring persons upon compliance to the aforementioned writs that they are to complete their terms and or commissions and are, and after that are barred from holding any office or position of trust and or profit forever in Michigan. A writ of mandamus ordering any and all fictional entities to honor, accept, obey, and facilitate the expatriation of the autographers by way of removal from any and all databases utilized on the soil of Michigan and the United States and the United Nations. A writ of mandamus ordering any and all fictional entities to honor, accept, obey, and facilitate the expatriation of any and all real living, breathing men and women with hands and legs who shall present and give notice to the Secretary to the State of Michigan by and through any of its agents? A writ of mandamus ordering the Secretary of State to provide diplomatic identification papers and diplomat plates for all real, real living, breathing men and women with hands and legs who shall notice their expatriation for a minimal fee. Order or other writ necessary to carry out the full intent of equitable relief, remedy, forgiveness, settlement, and closure, so demanded in the furthering and upholding of absolute truth, justice, and freedom. We, the autographers, in the interest of absolute truth, justice, and freedom, reserve the right to amend and or alter this complaint as more evidence surfaces and comes to light. Furthermore, no, further this complaint may not be dismissed for any cause or reason as the absolute facts and self-evident truths have been set forth clearly and plainly and there exists no lawful reason to dismiss. Furthermore, this urgent matter shall be set for an oral hearing and immediate and absolute action within 30 calendar days from the filing thereof. A true, accurate, and complete duplicate copy, facsimile, or digital scan is legally and lawfully declared by autographers to be, to be considered as an original. Purporting in propria persona, proceeding in propria persona sui juris by divine visitation and authority, with all rights, privileges, freedoms, immunities, capacities, and standing claimed, reserved, and exercised, without prejudice, without recourse, non-transferable, non-negotiable. By the autographs and seals affixed below, the five, all under their own full liability and complete transparency, do declare, proclaim, aver, attest, and affirm that the foregoing is true, accurate, and complete. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, to the best of our knowledge and ability, so help us God. Uh, Sifa, Galilee, Galilei, 
the 29th. This is the very first page. And on the 2nd of November, uh, they uh, sent it back. And uh, I've, I've noted this up here in the right-hand corner. That was the day I received it in the mailbox. And it was they dated it the second, so that was some pretty swift mail. And uh, it's a standard letter that the the scumbag clerks are using to deny putting this before the judges, so the judges can say, "I never received it. It's not properly filed." Blah blah blah. You can't do it because we say so. So there is some stuff to take care of uh, when we're done with this. I will further discuss it uh, Saturday um, because now the follow-up stuff becomes very important and we've got some other things that's going on uh, which I'll bring to light then. And uh, But I wanted to do this, as, as everybody on the call now knows, this is a third reading. It's not necessarily a third reading to vote in or to enact anything. It's to make everybody aware of the presentment and the evidence presented for a purpose that will be disclosed Saturday. So Saturday is going to be a very important meeting at the top of the hour. After we'll get into what's on the agenda, which I am understanding is supposed to be notary stuff, which is great. Mm -hmm. Because when we bring the full full disclosure here to everybody, uh, what it is we're angling to do, you'll start to understand uh, the uh, strategies that we're going to put in place. So with that, I am done reading. I will entertain a few questions. Uh, if there's no questions, then I will turn it back to the moderator. Uh, Robert, Joe Fry here. Yep. Uh, a couple come to mind. Uh, generic letter from them, as they, as they always do. I didn't see whether anyone signed it or not, which is also the way they do things. Well, uh, I'm going to show you uh, how it was signed. Oh, okay, De Deputy Clerk. Yep. Okay, okay. Um, with sending this, receive, they received on the 29th, and then we got the uh, King, King uh, Snyder uh, not signing the road stuff until just a day or a couple of days ago, and then making it law. You, did we put in there a provision uh, or or a statement saying that uh, as far as them making law without any vote? Because uh, basically we should have that. Um, you know, anything that goes into law should have been voted on by we the people. We know that, but it's... was it stated in our in our wording? And also at the end, or somewhere on the, uh, you said prisons and so forth, uh, of release. 
uh, like Richard Olson says, schools are also a prison for children. And it was it was evident when they had the uh, truant officers that would make sure children were in school. Just just two thoughts of, uh, of addition or not needed because of some clause we have in there. There there is clauses in our complaint and in our averment that discusses that in a, okay. in a much broader capacity. Uh, okay. One of, one of them you should be able to recall real easy, where we talked about them making children corporations and okay. taking ownership of children vis-a-vis -vis the uh, certificate of live birth scheme. Yes. All right. Well, thank you very much. Sure. I think that's all, all I have. Yep. I yield. Yep. Is there anyone else on the call that has any questions or comments for Robert? Buck has a question or a statement. Certainly. Robert, you you mentioned that the clerks are using a standardized letter so that it don't get filed and the judge can honestly say that he hasn't seen it because it's not filed. Am I not correct in assuming that agent to principal or principal to agent would fall under this and they have no valid excuse? I yield. That that is true. Uh, the, their their pat statement here is is that um, I'll, I'll just go ahead and read the paragraph and then the little statement that covers it. But then I'll then I'll show uh, show you what it is that that is um, there. It's a it's a trip mechanism. It says, please note that a complaint for superintending control over a lower court may only be filed at the Michigan Supreme Court when an application for leave to appeal could not have been filed under MCR 7.305 and MCR 7.306A1. Here, your papers do not demonstrate that this is a situation in which review in this court was unavailable by application for leave to appeal from a court of appeals order or opinion. Accordingly, accordingly, superintending control is not available here. I've enclosed your papers because we cannot accept them for filing. We didn't ask them to file it. We asked them to receive it, and they stamped it, received. <laughs> oh, can't send it back. Now, if we went in there to file it, it would say filed and recorded. You see why we ask for received rather than filed? And also, we had this gal stamp four separate books. Uh, I'll bring one of the books with me Saturday so you can actually see what was presented to this pinhead clerk and uh, so we're, we're going to go back there's now there's another argument going on uh, between the, the people and the, the legal arena in the uh, failure of the Lansing State Journal to accept our notice our public notice 
uh, advertisement. I, I can't think of the word now. It's public notice of our counties, Ingham County. They're they're giving us legal this legal that about not being able to do it, and then uh, they but they'll they'll fight, they'll uh, put it in the paper as a classified ad, but it's got to have a box around it. Well, I want them to answer the question: Why does it have to have a box around it? I know the answer, but I want to see what they answer. And and the gal says, "Well, I I really don't know, but you know, here's the number to our legal counsel. So I'm going to call Mr. Uh, Mark Ferris and uh, have a, have a little fun with him, and then uh, then then we'll deal with him in, in another capacity in another way." which, again, I'll get into more detail on Saturday. Is there anyone else that has a call for Robert? Very good, then. Okay, Joe, I'm going to pass this back to you, then. Okay. Is there any other business that needs to come before this meeting tonight? If not, I'll entertain a motion for the adjournment of this meeting. I would uh, move to adjourn this meeting until November. At 8.30, 2015, that's, that's Thanksgiving Day. John, we're going, we're going to meet on the 19th. November 19th. 19th. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not the 20th Thanksgiving Day. I've right. mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, I'm I second the motion that uh, we adjourn until Thursday, November 19th. Thank you very much. It's been moved and seconded that we adjourn this meeting until <laughs> November the 19th, 2015 at 8.30. All those not in favor of this motion signify by saying nay. All those in favor of this motion signify by saying aye. Aye. The ayes have it. Marvin, would you send us home in a word of prayer tonight, please? Dear Lord, we thank you for being amongst us tonight as we deliberate and try to return to your grace, our country. Keep us safe in our journeys and travels to our meeting this weekend. Give us clear thoughts and the wisdom to make sound judgments in, that will please you. It does need and comfort those in despair. All this through prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you very much, Marvin. Thank you, Nick, for running the board tonight. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Robert. You're welcome. Everyone welcome. stay safe and have journeys mercy. On Saturday, have a safe trip to Crystal. Thank you very much, everyone, and good night.
Good night. Alrighty. I'm going to take a second and just pause here for a second while I'm walking and close this out. This will end Michigan Free and Penn State, Michigan General Drill, General, General Drill Assembly Educate, uh, State Business Conference call, the special one that we did some special assembly pressing business for 2015-11-12, November 2015, November 12, 2015 at 9.58 p.m. We'll see you back here on November 19, 2015 for the next state business call. If I'm able to next schedule, next schedule me in your call, especially me. That thank you and have a good night. And please just hang up because it's going to repeat. This call is ended. The recording is ended. Thank you. Thank good, you. Night. good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.